Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Storm. This week I'm joined by my good friend and All My Fantasy Children co-host, Aaron Catano, for the next chapter in the ongoing saga of Avery Gray and the Bamferino, the unlikely protagonists of our Dungeon Crawl Classics episode. I'm so excited to pick up with these characters again and see how the events of Dunhaven changed them, and I hope that you enjoy the results as much as I do. All My Fantasy Children, if you don't know, is the podcast Aaron and I started a few weeks ago, where we take your character prompts and use some of our favorite role-playing games to turn them into beautiful, perfect, bizarre, wonderful characters. If you enjoy Party of One, and if you enjoy the particular sense of humor in this episode, I think that you're going to love it. A link to the show can be found in the show notes. Absolutely check it out. A reminder, if you're in the Philly area, to come to Party of One Live at Amalgam Comics, that's 2578 Frankfurt Avenue in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on August 19th at 6pm. I'm very excited to announce that I'm going to be joined by none other than Greg Gethard for yet another game of Ben Robin's Kingdom. If you know the previous episode of Kingdom I played with Greg, you'll know this is going to be something truly, truly special, a little bit off the rails, and it's going to be wonderful. A link to the Facebook event with more information on both Party of One Live and the Philly Podcast Festival, which Party of One is gratefully a part of, can be found in the show notes. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. I am so excited this week because we are welcoming back to the show Mr. Aaron Catano. Aaron, welcome back to Party of One. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We got infinite lives. <laughs> infinite lives (laughs) i am so excited to have you back on the show this is an episode that has been in the making for some time yes this is an episode that is very close to my heart this is gonna be great i'm really excited i have i hope it's good i hope it does not yeah i've been really excited i've been working i've been thinking a lot over pho and juice beverages uh about avery and bamferino and crafting them into a tiny purple notebook it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I'm so excited. Good. We're playing Scarlet Heroes, which we played before on the show. Um, the game that we're playing specifically is, as you mentioned, it is a sequel to our previous uh, Dungeon Crawl Classics episode, one of our most popular, one of our most beloved episodes. I don't know why, but <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, a lot of people seem to enjoy it. I'm down. Yeah, it's great. Well, it's because it's a great episode. It's true. It is. It's it... so. Let's dive right in. Okay. And we we talked we talked before the show about doing this. You mentioned it. Let's do a previously on Dragon Ball Z to convey just everything that has happened in the lives of these characters up until the story begins. Previously on Party of One podcast, the characters Bamferino and Avery Gray were sent into the mining colony of Dunehaven by their grandparents in Etzelfritz. They made it out alive, but barely. At what cost? The cost of, <coughs> like, all of their comrades. <coughs> um, yeah, but Avery, <laughs> Avery and Bamferino <laughs> survived uh, a great funnel. They lost some great, some great warriors. The gambler, Lucky and Wild, went down. Uh, so did Tommy C, Rifle Sama, and Teen Sensation Ashley Fask. In addition to some zombies. But, um, Zomboys. Yeah, the, oh God, I'm so sad about Candace and the gang. Um, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they both made it out and both since then have experienced varying degrees of, uh, 
life. <laughs> Let's just put it. Okay, so we are ready to begin. Great. We open on a seemingly endless forest amidst like an, a harsh and empty world full of shadows and threats. A woman on a horse is riding along a road. This is Avery Gray. What? What color is the horse? Uh, you tell me. Tell me what Avery. Tell me what Avery looks like. What she's wearing and what the horse that she has um, procured in town looks like. Oh my God! All right, one sec while I flip pages. Okay, so Avery Gray definitely has a silver pixie cut. Um, All right, because that's my brand. And um, Avery Gray's wearing some like very exotic fantasy armor. Um, for now, let's just say that like she has a sh- one shoulder pauldron on her right on her left side. Uh, she okay. has one long black glove. She has a pair of headphones that look like headphones around her neck. Um, she's wearing what appears to be like, we'll call them fantasy sneakers, which would be sure. like, yeah. Fantasy sneakers, yeah. Fantasy sure. sneakers. Um, she's riding a unicorn because if I get to choose, it's got a horn and it's gorgeous. It's a white unicorn. Sure. It's like a minor unicorn. It doesn't have any like magical abilities. No, but it just has a horn. It's like a it's like a domesticated unicorn. Yeah, it's just a shitty horse with a horn protruding from his face. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But like it, it but like it's a unicorn. It just doesn't have the same magical powers that like a, u- a magical unicorn. No, not yet. Man, I like the I, I like the idea of a domesticated unicorn. I really do. Good. I mean, yeah, she's been I mean, it's the it, unfortunately it's the product of very poor breeding, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> sort of lost a lot of what's special about a unicorn. <laughs> just, they just wanted a regular horse. <laughs> they just were like, oh my god, it's a horn. Yeah, so it they keeps wanted... causing these miracles. Get this out of here. <laughs> just take it. Take it and ride it to God knows where. Yeah. So she is riding through the wood. She comes upon a massive, the massive sight of a gory, ransacked merchant caravan. She is on the road to the town of Gia Lin. It is a small trading community. You know, there are a lot of these small trading communities dotted up along these roads. She is on this road going here for a purpose. She comes upon this, what was like a trading caravan that has just been destroyed. There is blood and gore everywhere. There are bits of feathers and fur and scales Arranged in ways that really don't make any sense. Hmm. The scene is silent. Like, there are no animals or anything in the an- around. Everything is so eerily quiet, especially considering that you're in the woods. Yeah. There's, um, which makes the snap of a twig behind you that much more uh, shocking and alarming. She is definitely going to call out, and she's going to say, Ho there, freeze, who are you, what do you want? From the shadows comes a young-ish, maybe 20, 22-year-old woman covered in, like, cover, like, her clothes are stained in blood. There's mud and blood in her hair. She is, uh, dark-skinned, dark-haired. She steps out. Please, don't, don't hurt me, please. Why should Please I, don't hurt me. Why should I trust you? What is, what is happening here? Explain yourself. We were attacked. My, my family... My caravan was attacked. Please help me. By who? Beasts, monsters. I, large animals. There were a lot of them. So many heads. I, I didn't get a good look. Please. 
All right, all right, calm down. What is your name? My name is... My name is Macaulay. All right, Macaulay Culkin. I want you to calm down. We're going to breathe. And... Okay, we're breathing. Where are you from? I am from the town of Vitrazi. Do you have any enemies in Vitrazi? No, we're we're well. We're, we are the the well respected merchant caravan in Vitrazi. We are, you know, in t- if in terms of imports and exports, we're the people that the town trusts and counts on. And <laughs> oh, I it, w- I will say, Jeff. Sorry, <laughs> out of character. Uh, does this person know who Avery Gray is at first glance? Uh, I'm going to say no. Okay, great. They 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 weren't human though. Like it didn't seem like it was a. Hmm. I'm sorry, there were just so many of them. Please. Monsters. You have to- huh? Hmm. I think I can help you out. Alright, I'm gonna roll an investigation check for like tracks okay. and shit like that. And sure, 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 sure. That's intelligence. Yes, your intelligence, and if you want to add one of your traits. Oh, my traits. That applies to the situation. Uh so I have local legend, knowledge arcane. And performer, so not really. That's okay, though. Uh, I would add knowledge arcane to this. Oh, the ooh, <laughs> wow! All right, so I'm gonna roll my investigation. Yes, and that's two d eight plus your plus your trait plus your ability. All right, I think this is two d eight. Ooh, plus my ability modifier. Yeah, plus your ability modifier and your trait. Hell yeah! Then I got a nine. Perfect. Exactly what you needed. Um, you um, scour and you see a lot of tracks of different kinds, kind of corresponding to the different like scales and feather and furs. These are not you. you you've begun to notice the telltale signs of an arcane creature known as the Chimera, Ooh. which is multiple animals that have been like magically fused together into one horrible monstrosity. Okay. So Macaulay. I want you to get on my horse, and you're going to come with me to slay this chimera. Where are we going, though? I'm assuming I found some sort of tracks. <laughs> Did I find anything? Like, are there tracks that lead out, or... Uh... You found um, you found evidence of the chimera. You can't find any good tracks, but the thing that you know about chimeras is they are... A magic, they are not a natural thing. They are a magical construct, like a living construct. Mm. They're somewhere between, like, a, they're not... They're living, breathing creatures, but they are not, but they are the result of magic. Okay. Which tells you that somebody had, somebody with magical power had to create this. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, Macaulay, uh, Miss Culkin, did you see which way the chimera went? The monster. Uh, uh, there, uh, uh, chimeras, plural, I think. Uh, there were, uh, oh, God. three at least. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> They took the boxes, and they took... Oh, God. Oh, gods. Oh, gods. No. What? 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 Oh, God. Did they take something important? Please tell me no. It's not like... Oh, they took the... The Philosopher's Stone. They... I think they accidentally took my brother. Whoa! All right. Well, um... Uh, I can get him he back. Was, he was with... He was with the goods. He... He sleeps back there. He finds it comforting. He's a weird kid. I think he must have been with... They took off all of our things. I don't understand it, but they did. I... Fantastic. You've got to help find my brother. Fantastic. Of course I will. I'm thrilled to do it. Yes, I'm just biting at the bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, sure. Let's go... Let's go do this. Let's hunt down this... 
bastard. <laughs> um, okay. We pan over to a makeshift, like, den or nest or hive on the woods on the other side of town. Okay. Is it the wrong side of the tracks, or is this a good it, side of town? Judging by the chimera's nest, it is very much on the wrong side of the tracks. Well, okay, that's a bold judgment. <laughs> fair. That's fair. That's on me. Yeah. That's on me. You could give them some very well-educated dialogue, and, you know, they have some deep cultural tr- practices that are, like, very fair and nice. They're very progressive. <laughs> so we pan over. Um, a figure is watching that is, like, investigating this nest. Describe to me what Bamferino looks like and what he's wearing as he has tracked these chimeras. All right. To uh, at least one or some of them to this nest. Bamferino is a grizzled, recently buzzed-headed man wearing some shoddy chain armor that I just found out I'm wearing <laughs> with a uh, a tabard of gray with gold trimming with the word Bada Booms printed across the chest smeared underneath the word is the catalina flower with deep finger scratches and behind his head is a dwarf bro hood all right i love it yeah and he's 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 got a solid beard by the way nice i got good visual great so bamferino is investigating this nest it is all again it is also eerily quiet which makes the snapping of a twig behind him all the more alarming. Bamferino is just going to straight up draw his shovel bat, named uh, Lucky and Wild, and he's going to turn and just draw it, and he's just going to grip it and be ready. Like, he's going to... So basically, okay. I'm re- can I ready an action? Like, I'm, yeah, ready yeah, to absolutely. S- I'm ready to get with the bonkin. Good, because behind you is a chimera. Oh, shit! If it were standing vertical, it would be about six feet uh, six feet tall, six feet long. Okay. It is... It has the head of a wolf. What? The big... The wings of an eagle. Ooh. And instead of a tail, it has, like, a massive... Probably... Probably five... Probably, like, four or five foot long cobra with the head of the cobra at the end of the tail. And it like whips around and hisses at you. Does it? Does it have the torso of a human being, though? <laughs> yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> awesome. This is if, <laughs> God. This is a horror monster. All right, then. Um, Bamferino is not going to waste any time. We're throwing down. All right. Make your first attack. All right. Um, this is just old fashioned. Yeah. What is the attack bonus? Um, your attack bonus is. For a level oh, one fighter, it's I, plus one, plus your strength. Well, well what's uh, for the shovel bat? Yeah, it's gonna be your strength, as it's a it's a large weapon. Yeah. So it's level one plus your strength plus whatever you roll on a d twenty. Oh hell yeah! Let's go. Okay, a ten. Uh, okay, so a ten. So you you you. You swing at it, and it jumps up, and its wings flap, and it just, like, dodges right out of the way. Son of a bitch. Yeah, Banferino's never been the best at hitting shit, so that's okay. Yeah, so it it jumps up, and while it's, like, flapping in the air, the, the, the cobra whips around, 
looking at you, opens its mouth and spray and like spits a cloud of poisonous mist into the air. Jesus Christ, you, you know they're level one, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I know. I'm this kidding. is Scarlet Hero. Okay. You're gonna take you're gonna fight you're gonna take this thing. Alright, we're gonna brawl. Yeah, I'm gonna choke it. Um okay, so what So what you're gonna make a saving throw. What you got for me? A saving throw is two D eight plus your level. Plus um, an ability score and trait of your choice, depending on how you describe yourself avoiding this cloud of mist. Oh, okay, I got it. Um, so my rolls were a nine. So I have two in survivalist. So I think that I'm gonna. He's gonna reach for a plant nearby, like an elephant ear, like a very large ear, and he's right. gonna use it to block the venom because he knows that it has a thick. Waxy cuticle. I think it's great. Yeah, awesome. so add your survivalist, oh, add your 11. wisdom. Oh my god! Uh, then we got 11. That is not enough. Fuck! The elephant ear is just melted away. Take two points of damage. Alright, he's good. And now make. Now it is your turn. Okay. I want to try to grapple. I want to grab the snake end. Okay. And I want to try to like... Uh, like whip it and like whip it around and throw it like against okay. a tree. I know sure. that's, okay. that's that's bold, but we gonna do it. You said Scarlet Heroes, we're badasses. This is Bamferino. This is Bamferino. Yeah. You're badass. Roll right. that. Roll that attack. Okay. This is a strength check or? Yeah. Yeah. Um. We'll call it an attack. At just at um. Just yeah. We'll call it just a straight attack. If you succeed, it can't do a poison mist anymore. Nice. <sighs> I got a six. Total. Yeah, so Banferino okay. basically just grabs his own wiener and shakes it around. <laughs> okay, so you you run at it, you grab the snake, but it uh, like it pulls it, it like pulls you in to attack you with its like claws and wolf head. This is going really well. That's a that does not the first one does not hit. Okay, they do not hit. Like you're it's 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 ripping into your chainmail. Yeah. And you're, like, holding its jaws open like a lion tamer. Nice. And I spit in its mouth. Are you spitting its mouth? Not in a sexual way. <laughs> Just an <laughs> insulting way. <laughs> I want to clarify. I said it, and I was like, oh. It's it's real confused. It doesn't quite know your intent. <laughs> It's like, well, uh, just the one eye of the wolf just gets really large. And, uh, uh, and that's exactly what Banfrino wants, for it to drop its guard. All right. What's your next move? All right. Um, I'm going to try to rip its fucking jaws open like like, okay. a, like a jack-o'-lantern. Okay. All right. Let's go, Banff. Okay, that is a 13. Perfect. You hit it. Oh, fuck yeah. Roll me um, your, we'll say your unarmed is 1d4 damage. Plus strength? Yeah. 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 We'll give you 1d4 plus strength. We got four. Four? Great, you deal it one hit dice of damage. What does that mean? So the way that combat works in Scarlet Heroes is different than it works in traditional D&D. Okay. Rather than, so in D&D, this thing would have uh, like four four dice of damage or of health. So it would have like 4d6, somewhere between four and 24 health. In Scarlet Heroes, it has four hit dice of health, which are hit points. It has four hit points. Okay. So by dealing it one damage, you've taken it down from four to three. Oh, okay, okay. So it's going to come at you with its claws and teeth. Hit. It hits you once. Okay. 
Because the 19 hits you, right? No, God, yes. Damn, you're rolling bananas over there. So the first one doesn't hit you. Like, it, its jaw is broken, so it can't bite you as hard as it wants, but it does, like, claw, your, claw across your face. It kind of just, like, gums my face. Like, it rubs its teeth against me, <laughs> which is also adding to the Banferino Chimera ship. Take one more point of damage. <laughs> All right, I'm healthy as fuck. Can't stop them. All right. So its face, the wolf face is all fud up, right? Yeah. All right. So that one's all effed up. Um, I just want to chop it with the shovel end of the bat because the okay. that's what we'll call wild. So I'm going to slash it across its <laughs> human torso right across sure. its nips. <laughs> really adding to that chip. Hmm? Oh, hell yeah. No, this is I don't want to kill it. I just want to leave it alive and punish it. <laughs> All right, 15. You hit it. Fuck yeah. Roll me that 1d10 damage. 1d10? Yeah, for a big weapon like that. Yep. Ooh, that's a nine. That is, I believe, two points of damage. Oh, wait, no, plus plus strength, that's 10. Oh, I'm not going to give you plus strength on your, on your, on your shovel bat. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. Yeah, so you do two points of damage, so it's down to one, it's down to one thing. Its jaw is broken, so I'm not going to give it both attacks, but I am going to give it, I am going to have it try to poison mist you again. Hey, that's fine. I basically just cut across his chiseled abs, so. So the thing comes up, like, you're still grappled with it. Yeah. And the cobra head comes up next to you and mists. <sighs> that would a dick. So I have to roll a will say, uh, saving throw? Yeah. What was that? Do you what? Uh, 2d8. And you want a 13. I'm going to give you a survivalist okay. because you know how to deal with poisons. And I'll add your constitution. Okay. Damn it, I got 11. Ah! This mist is crippling me. Two more damage. Oh my god. Okay. That's fine. All right. It's your action. All right. So. <laughs> if you hit it one time, it's down. Yeah, I'm just going to punch it and I'm going to snake face. Um, okay. I'm just going to fucking. No, I'm going to use the lucky side. I'm just going to bonk it with the bat. Just like poke it in the teeth, though. Yeah, right. Like a pool Smash cue. Like a pool Smash cue. its teeth in. Exactly. You've been spitting at me, but while I do it, this is a one handed attack because my other hand is going to be resting on the abs of the human torso. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so let's do this. That is 11. It does not hit. Oh, my God. It's okay. Can you tell me what its reaction is to this move? It's uncomfortable. What happens is, like, you try to, like, bash. You try to shove the bat, like, hard to smash its teeth. But, like, you kind of just, like, slowly slide it into its mouth as you rub its abs. <laughs> and it's real, <laughs> real confused right now. No, it's not confused at all. Don't call it's this confused confu about how it's it's confused about how it's feeling. Okay, good. As long as we're it doesn't understand that. the feelings that it's having right now. Well, you know, I wonder how high Banfrino's charisma is. All right, here's your turn. Does a sixteen hit you? Oh my god, you are killing me, literally. Yes, yes, it does. It does. It deals you no damage though. Oh, what? In Scarlet, so Scarlet Heroes, um, the way like damage is also dealt weird. Yeah. There's a little chart based on how well you roll, like when you roll your damage, like on a two, on a one d ten, you can deal somewhere between one and four, none between zero and four damage. If you roll a one on your damage dice, you deal no damage. Okay, okay. So he hits you. He hits you with his 
God damn it. Yeah, tell me about it, Jeff. <laughs> he hits you with his claw, but, like, at the last second, it just, like, touches your cheek. <laughs> and it's like, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yeah, you know what's happening. <laughs> and it's okay. It's all right. <laughs> all right. It's your so, turn. You didn't, you didn't want to do any damage to me, and that's all right. You just want what we all want. And while Bamferino <laughs> is whispering this, he's going to grab the wolf head, like, right behind the ears, and he's stroking it behind the ears, like, real gently. But then he's going to go to knee it under the fucking jaw and wreck its face. All right. All right. And it's a 13. That hits. Oh, you- Let's so go. Well, uh, yeah, be- with your with your strength bonus, I'm going to say that you don't have to roll because you deal it the one damage, you knock it, like, unconscious. Oh, perfect. It so drops to the ground. Nice. It's not dead. How's the snake? No. The snake is KO'd? The snake, like, it comes up and then, like, wobbles and falls over. And while it's, like, looking at me, like, while it's falling down, I just give it that little, like, tiny, tiny pucker. <laughs> like, the tiniest pucker. And that's what makes it faint. It's <laughs> like, oh, 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 no. And I'm like... Uh. He, he, he ain't dead. That snake ain't dead. We had some hard times. You know, he's spitting at me. We were playing each other hot and cold for a while, but we'll be fine. We'll work it out between us. Oh, this one went to some places. I'm, I'm feeling it. Yeah, man. Uh, Banff slash Kime, we'll call it. So, Banffarino has taken out this, um, this Chimera. Great. And the thing that Banferino, due to his religious back, like his background in religion. Oh, should we should we elaborate on these things? Like, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about this. Okay, so after the events of Dunehaven in episode one, um, after the events of Dunehaven, uh, Banferino was a little was a little messed up. He had a rough time in the mine. Uh, all his friends died in front of him, and he felt a lot of survivor's guilt for getting out of that mine alone. And so he went searching for a lot of answers. And one of those uh, places that he looked was the church. We'll just give it a name, the church, for now. And he became like a monk, almost. Like a, you know, he was training and training his body and mind. He wanted to be a warrior monk and keep that from happening, but also get a justification. Um, but he recently was kicked out. He's excommunicated by the church due to his mood swings and... You know, his just bouts of depression, they were not fitting in to what the church wanted. And so he was recently booted. And he's, that's why he's, his body is covered in these religious tattoos and he tries to hide them on his arms with these thick, thick wrappings. So yeah, that's that. Yeah. So his, his teachings in the church, he knows that a chimera is a thing that someone created. And it's that somebody created with the intent to harm and to kill. Okay. It is... A chimera is a living weapon. Which, to someone like Banferino, is... Especially, like, hits especially close to home. Not on his turf. Yes. Not in my dojo, baby. So, Banferino 
uh, as he surveys this nest, he finds a few coin. He finds a few coins, like five gold, of, like a tree, like a few gems, Wait. Or a few pieces of jewelry. Are are there drops in Scarlet Heroes? Like I punched the. I need the wolf so hard. Like he dispensed coins like a Pez dispenser, and like shat out a broadsword. Not not quite, but yes. Awesome. So, so you're sur- you survey the like you've been studying this nest and the thing that you found is there are parcels hmm. that clearly like belong to merchant caravans and things. Okay, you find a few coins, a few pieces of jewelry. I find Oak's the, parcel. You find Oak's parcel, but you notice, but like, not there's not much, and you feel like if it was attacking caravans, there should be a lot more. Hmm. Which tells you that someone somewhere has a great deal of this stolen these stolen goods. So someone's profiting and, off the okay. So they're using them as like their little soldiers to rob the shit out of poor little trader babies. Yes, and you've surveyed the area enough to know that the only place that somebody could hide these sorts of things is back in Jialin. Oh my! All right, then we're we're going back. And then we pan over back to Avery with Macaulay. Okay. The two of you have been searching, have been traveling for a while. It's getting late. You're tired. You're hungry. Okay. You're close enough to town that you could, if you choose to, stop in and get a plate and like find a place to sleep for the night. <clears throat> yeah, I do. I do want to do this. I need... Baby needs grub! She a okay. hungry girl. She's been riding that unicorn all day, listening to Macaulay Culkin cry. So you start to head towards Jialin, and Macaulay freaks out and jumps off of the unicorn and lands like in the mud and stands up and puts her hands up like, no, 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 no. What? What's the matter? Not we. We're not going to Jialin. Why I not? won't let. My, you're one of the, you're one of them, aren't you? Oh my god. One of who? And she is already off into the night. Oh, god damn it. I lost a freaking NPC. I could have sacrificed her to something. I could have <laughs> fed her. I could have fed her to a bear. All right. <sighs> Shit. All right. So I'm going to ride into town. Uh, tie okay. my horse up at the... Tell me about this town. Is there like a tavern? Is there a very obvious inn where like, you know, shenanigans yeah. are happening? There's a tavern, inn, restaurant, sort of all in one. It's sort of a hotel bar situation. Okay. Where it's like a little bit uncomfortable of a vibe. Okay, so it's the Mill Street Tavern. It's the Mill Street Tavern. Okay. Avery comes up. She is tying up her horse. When she looks down this... It's one of those like one town roads. It's very like western movie looking. Yes. She looks down this road and in front of her like... Still partially bathed in shadow is the very person that she came to Gialin to search for in the first place. Oh my god. As Bamferino has also come to like like has also come back on his hunt for these people. <clears throat> I will say, Bamferino, can he be dragging the chimera like he took it like with a rope and oh, he's, yeah. dra- he's dragging it behind that's him? That's great. I love that. Yeah. Okay, good. And um should we clarify Avery Gray too as well? Sure, yeah. Okay, so since since the events of Dunehaven, where is Bamferino got out, but like he didn't he didn't beat the final boss. 
You know, he just survived long enough to escape. Um, like he won a fight, then left. As mm-hmm. opposed to, like, Ivory Grey won. Like, she beat Dunehaven. So now she's this local legend with all these powerful magics at her disposal. Everyone knows her name. No one talks about Banferino because he's the one who laid the grave dirt. Like, he, he gave her the zomboys that she needed. Her, her party. He's nobody. She is the most popular bard wizard in the world. Like, she is Hatsune Miku. She does concerts. She's a celebrity. She's, but recently she's decided to do something important with her power and she wants to adventure. She's looking for adventure and quests and all that naive shit because the, she's just been spoiled until this point. Like, it, she didn't have it easy in Dunehaven, but she has had it great lately and she wants to quest and go out and, you know, accomplish great things, not knowing how difficult that can be. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So the two of you are staring at one another. Uh, excuse me, you're you're the great Bamferino, are you not? Avery Gray. That you know my name. Everyone knows your name. What? They do. Uh, well, I mean, I, I do my best, after all. Um, but I, I, I want, um, I wanted to thank you for for your work in Dunhaven. I wouldn't have been able to kill Zarthak without your help. Hold on, I gotta think about this. Yeah, it's fine. I can go if you want. Yeah, go ahead. Thank me? You want to thank me? You, the great Avery Gray, what business do you have with me? I I want to assist you in whatever you're doing. Clearly, you're carrying a chimera, which I've been looking for, by the way. I've been hunting them myself, but I guess you've done that for me, haven't you? The hunt's not for the chimeras. If you were seriously hunting, you would know that. Well, I am seriously hunting. I have, I had Macaulay Culkin with me. She's the one that sent me after the damn things. My arcane check was very high. I'll have you know. <laughs> then you, if you, if it was that high, you would know. That a chimera is not just a creature to hunt. It's not just a fox. You hop on a horse and spend an afternoon hunting. Well, it it's a unicorn, actually. <laughs> you, you see, it's got a horn and it's silvery and pretty. But th- that's besides the point. You know, unicorn breeding is very unethical. What? Okay, well, all right, but, you know, it's... Okay, fine, you've got me there. A chimera's a weapon. Then let's find whoever made them, I guess. I'm sorry, I just want to help. The best way you can help is by staying out of the way. No, look, I know that I'm dressed in... By the way, Avery Gray is in, like, ridiculous, almost futuristic clothes... Like, basically has an MP- magic MP3 player that casts her song spells that makes her clothing glow. There's a belt with, like, a quarter note on it. You know, the shoulder pauldron lights up. She's wearing just, you know, out of control, unprepared for combat. I can help. I'm very powerful. As you've heard, I'm sure you have. And I wish to help you. Uh, let me join you, Please. You have, I hesitate to admit it, but you have skills that I don't. 
and I suspect that we may be talking to people. And I'm not as good as that as perhaps you might be. I don't think Vampirino is much as a, of a people person. <laughs> Former grave digger. Um, do you want to switch? Do you want to switch yeah. roles? Okay. Yeah, 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 sure. All right, cool. <clears throat> uh, I'll go back then. I may not be the best at um, speaking to people, and um, I've I've noticed, and we may um have to uh talk to um other people, and uh yes, I will very reluctantly accept your proposal of a partnership. Wonderful. He's not a bad guy. He's just he's just a big. Big lonely sad idiot. <laughs> big lonely sad. He's idiot. a big lonely sad idiot. He's he's just a sad man, and that's okay. He's a good dude. It's, he's, that's okay. You know, we're all sad. We're all big lonely sad idiots sometimes. Yeah. Um. But Avery does. Um. What's? Why are you still carrying the chimera? Him and I. Him and I. Um. Well. Uh. We. We had an. We came and um. There was an understanding between us. Um, we're both learning things about each other, learning things about ourselves. You know what? For, forget I asked. That's that's quite all right. Forget all right. I asked. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so these two have finally joined magical forces. And uh, can we head into the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You head into the bar. It is... The atmosphere is quiet and a little bit uncomfortable. Hmm. Like, it is, you. it's not the rowdy bar you would expect from the only bar in town. It being, like, also an inn and a restaurant, it has a lot of people, like, at the end of their, like, adventuring days. Oh, or, the, not adventuring days, but, like, their adventuring day. Like, it's a lot oh. of people, like, packed up for the night. I think even, like, washed up heroes, like, uh I used to swing a mighty great axe, but not anymore. Not since the knee injury. I don't know. You take an arrow to the knee. You could. You can uh, say. Uh, it. No, no, I didn't you want to do say it, it, but it came to my head. Oh, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so there's a bunch of washed up old adventurers. Yeah, there's a bunch of washed up old people taking their boots off. Very. Um. They all look at you askance, especially because you're dragging a chimera. One of them stands up and points at it like. What is, what is that? Where did you find that? Oh, um, Bamferino, my great friend. Hello, everyone. Um, by the way, my name is Avery Cray. Um, you may have heard of me. Um, have you heard any of my music? I, and he looks around for a real long time. I, no, 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 I, I haven't. Um, and he like slides you a napkin. Bamferino like, cuts in just saying, what are you doing? Oh, I, I'm just, um, making friends with the locals. Let me see this napkin. He slides you a napkin with, like, a pen, like, a pen next to it. Like, he knows. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. <laughs> he knows who she is. Biggest fan ever. Oh, he unbuttons his shirt, and there's just an <laughs> Avery Gray t-shirt under his, like, leather jerkin. It's a chest tattoo. It's real. It's real uncomfortable. <laughs> chest tattoo of her, like, doing the cat ears, like, nyan. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. I, I'd be, I'd be. Uh, I mean, 
I would, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll write my name on this paper. And he gives, she gives him the biggest wink he has ever seen. He blushes real deep. Yeah. He gets real red. Oh my god, what, oh, what, oh my god, you are infuriating me. Oh, relax, I'm dealing with fans. So, uh, we're, that doesn't really, what, what, what is that? Where did that come from? And he's looking around real nervously. I killed it in the woods. Well, not killed it. I found it. Not sure it's dead. We'll, we'll say it's dead. No one touch it. He's mine. Um, okay. That's okay. I probably could have just killed it, but that's... I'm not going to question. Don't you dare even mention killing this chimera. So... And he, he, he strokes the wolf head, like, very gently <laughs> with the back of his hand. <laughs> Kicks a, it kicks a little bit. Like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ask for a roll. Let's do it. As Avery talks to these people that know her about, like, the Chimera, she starts talking about the Chimera and about Macaulay and all these things. Okay. Make me a roll to see what kind of, like, information you get. All right. Um, can, I, can I use Avery's perk of, like, local legend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. So, am and I then using... add that in charisma. And you want 2D, 2d8. You want an 11. Okay. 2d8. I got a 12. Perfect. So, yeah. So, they, they, um, one of the adventurers, um, is real, real giving, almost disarmament, like, almost too giving. He's so excited to meet every day. And he tells you about, like, there is, well, there is a wizard on the outskirts of town. Surely he's not. You don't think he's responsible for this, do you? He's been our alchemist for years. He's a b- part of the community. You don't think that he could have done that, do you? And they all kind of like start murmuring and looking amongst each other and being like, yeah, maybe he could have. Maybe he could have done that. So they sort of tell you where this where the wizard's like hut is on the outskirts of town. OK, I um. I want Bamferino to get to intimidate one of them. I want to try okay. intimidating one of them. Yeah. Yeah, the one that was a little too giving. Okay. Roll me um roll me a roll, add your charisma, and does he have a trait that he can add to that? <laughs> Gravedigger, student of religion, and survival. I'll say gravedigger, that makes him like a big dude. Oh, cool. Hell yeah. He's so- been digging grave he's digs gra- he dug graves for for Ten years. Yeah, his forearms are like Popeye esque. Like they're an average yeah. average human being's quad or just his forearms, but just his forearms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So he um he's going to say, "You've been a little too giving," as Jeff said so nicely. What do you <laughs> know about this alchemist wizard? You're not telling me something. So. Yeah, make me that roll. Um, you oh, want a nine. Did oh, you I, roll got a, I got a 14. Sorry. Oh, yeah, you... I Sorry, I did not hear that you actually got a result. Oh, I was fucking yeah. blazing. He is... His eyes are just red. Like, he's a little too angry. Because he's... I mean, he's been watching this whole Avery Gray nonsense of her, like, dancing on tables and, like, chat-chat-chatting. He... What he does is he, like, shoves you aside. He, like, shoves you back. And he's like... Don't get in my face, fighter, or we will settle this outside in 20 minutes. And he looks around. 
We will settle this outside in 20 minutes. And everybody's like, 20 minutes. Yeah. All right. We're going to be out there. We got we're 20 minutes. We're all going to be out there. And he like, he's like, I need to go get ready. I'll be out back. <laughs> and he gives you a quick glance <laughs> as he like steps out to side to smoke. Okay. Um, so, uh, can I, okay. Well, I should say he gives you like a real knowing glance, like, Hey, they're all going to be in, they're all going to be outside in 20 minutes. I'm going to be outside now. If okay. you want to talk. Yeah. So he's going to keep the charade going, his little thing going. He's going to go fine. Why wait 20? Let's go now. And so Banff busts okay. out there. I think Banff Arena is going to go alone. He's not. This isn't, yeah. this isn't shared information with Avery. I think Avery as I think Avery is getting all the information about the wizard as he's like shaking down this guy. Yeah. And the crowd is still a little too distracted with Avery's celebrity to like really get into the fight that's about to happen. Okay, great. So Banff is alone with this guy in the back and he's like, listen, I don't want to fight you. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that forward first and foremost. I don't want to fight you. It's a good Your idea. forearms are weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you you're have... dragging a chimera. Yeah, he still is. It's still on the leash. <laughs> it's still like it, think... it goes everywhere with him. Like if in uh actually, can I can I hit pause and yeah. can I craft like a papoose type thing to put on his chest so it can like sit up right on his back or his chest like a baby? <laughs> You've been dragging it, but like it's on a leash. <laughs> Yeah, you fashioned the lease, and it's not so much dragging as just like walking. It's actually fully conscious and just like walking behind you now. Yeah, but that's a little too like dommy for my tastes. That's why I mentioned the like the piggyback ride. I don't want right, it to yeah. be like it is, who's a it bad It is one hundred percent just like now it's a now it's like fly it's like flying behind you. Okay, that it's works just for me. following you now. Perfect, great, and occasionally <laughs> we share a glance. There's just a full size, like a bull, like a man-sized chimera is just behind you. Like, of course hey. it's man-sized. It has the torso of a chiseled man. <laughs> yeah, so he's like, I don't want to fight you. You've got a full-size chimera behind you. That's terrifying. <laughs> Listen, everything that we've said about the wizard is true, but there's... There's more to the story. You see, the the real truth is... And that's when a dart catches him in the neck. Oh no, Mustafa from Austin Powers. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, and he's just at like, he's just like, ah, 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 it's, ah, ah, and then he like goes down. And Banfrino shakes the shit out of him and he does the dramatic, like, tell me more. No, not yet. Don't you die on me like everyone else I've ever known. Yeah, you do that, and you look up, and you see the person that, like, shot the dart from a blowgun, and they lock eyes with you, and they run. And make me a roll. Okay. Um, not so much to catch them, but to see what, like, see if they left anything behind. So make yeah. me a wisdom and survivalist roll. So it's like a tracking, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a five. He doesn't leave any real obvious signifiers behind, but what he does leave behind is... He's running and part like his uh, tunic catches on a like on part of a wall and rips and there's like a chunk of fabric and you feel it and it is like the finest of silk. Ooh. It is not the type of thing that an assassin would wear. It's more like what like a banker or <laughs> like an actuate like an official would wear. 
Okay, he left his TD Bank uh, name badge behind. Yeah, yeah, and it says, how may I assist you? My name is Todd. <gasps> Todd! That can't be a real name. That's never the real name. <laughs> All right, so no, Todd, no, no, Todd the like, Assassin, but I get you. Yeah, like, he, like it's something where, like, it's obviously, it's much, ni- it's not, it's, he's not an assassin. Okay. As evidenced by the fact that you saw him, he ran away like a coward, letting you live, and he left this really nice silk behind. Okay, great. So, um, Banfarina's gonna go back into the bar, uh, tap Avery on the shoulder, and just say, We need to go now. Oh, perfect. I, I just, I've got, I've got the location of the wizard. I've got everything we need. I know exactly what we're, what we're up against. This is going to be wonderful. I'm very excited. Thank you all. I, 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 the concert will be tomorrow. It's going to be lovely. Everyone be there. I just watched a man die and you're planning a concert. Well, they asked. Oh my God. You, mm, let's just get going. Yeah, so you head over to this um, ramshackle hut on the far end of town. It's not quite outside of town. It's as far away as the town could keep someone if they wanted them available in a pinch, but, like, also wanted to ostracize them. Yes. Ooh. So they didn't like this alchemist. So he's got this ramshackle hut. The door is, like, swinging partially open. And you hear cackling coming from like mumbling and cackling coming from inside okay um what i'm going to do actually so we're gonna try spell casting for the first time yeah so avery has a spell you said you wanted to change the names of the spell you can which... if if you have a name in mind you can change it otherwise you can go with what they've got in the book okay let me see there was one that i liked a lot uh give me one second yeah right sure Painted vermilion eyes. Oh, so the spell is called in Scarlet Heroes, calling forth the spirit slave. So I would like to change that to calling forth the fangirl. Okay. Uh, yeah. And so I'm going to call forth a fanboy or girl of my choosing. And uh, the entity has one hit dice, you know, some AC. It basically summons a servant that can complete a task for me. Sure. Okay, and I'm going to send him into the house. I'm going to send a uh, a young fanboy who's very who's decked out in Avery gray gear. That's how I'm designing well, them. Yeah, and and Avery sees this. Yes, but this but the fanboy is also like invisible to everyone else. Yes. So can I see through like the fanboy's eyes, or am I going to have it report what it sees when it gets back? It will report what it sees back to you. And describe to me as you're casting, describe to me what the spell looks like. Okay, so how Avery's magic works is um, through her studies of magic through the time since Dunehaven, she's learned how to listen to music and read music and turn that into powerful spell casting. Like any song she reads, that can then become a, 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 a spell of her choosing. So she keeps them all stored in basically like what I would call a fantasy MP3 player. And so she puts her headphones on and plays a song and then channels that music into a spell. So she starts playing, she puts her headphones on, goes into like a little bit of a trance, and then out through her fingertips as her clothing lights up comes 
piece by piece, it almost looks digital. Like it, it would mm-hmm. look to us like a pixelated person is slowly sure. taking shape of this adorable boy in I love Avery gray clothing and hats and buttons and pins and goes prancing into the house. Yeah. So it stalks around. Does it have, does the spell description uh, on your character sheet in front of you, does it have like a skill bonus or anything like that? Um, it says that it's attack bonus. It just says it's attack. Uh, entity has one hit dice, AC of nine, attack bonus of plus zero, and its damage is 1d4. Okay, so we'll give it, a, say, plus one. Roll me a skill roll at plus one, so the 2d8, and we'll see what you, what, what, uh, what he reports back. Alright, uh, the, the d8s that I got are an eight and a one. Okay. It, um, comes back out. And it is like, it, it, it tells you about, it's, it's like a laboratory. It's, it's seemingly empty. There's just an old man in there at a table, uh, looking at what appear to be body parts. Hmm. It's weird, but he seems harmless. He's sort of just mumbling to himself. He doesn't seem to actually be doing much of anything. All right. Bamfrino's had enough. He's like, this is ridiculous. Enough with your ridiculous magics. And he's going to rip open the door okay. and charge in there with uh, with Lucky and Wild drawn. Okay. Make me an attack roll as okay. you charge the old man. Okay. So that's a d20 plus your attack bonus plus your strength. Great. Fab. 16. 16. You smash this man in the face with a shovel. <laughs> roll me your 1d10 for damage. I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm just trying to keep what Bamferino is actually going to do. Oh, yeah, no, sure, sure. That's good roleplay. Oh, man, eight. Oh. Yeah, so you deal him two damage. He is unloaded on this old man's jaw. Bloodied. He is bloodied and beaten on the ground. Okay. He's still, like, breathing. Okay. But he's, and he, like, he, he stands up and he has stopped laughing now. He's shed the, shed the skin of an old man and now he's just looking at you silently like, Family, my children, come defend me. And from, like, back rooms, these chimeras, three of these chimeras come. The first. Do they all look the same? No, they all look different and horrifying. And I'm really excited because I had some fun building these chimeras. Oh, my God. Banfrino is going to get disadvantage in all his roles with these three new hunks just flying at him. (laughs) The first has the body of a halfling. Oh. Like the furry feet and chubby body of a halfling. Okay. The head... Or no, not the head, like the jaw... The hairless jaw of like a wolf. So he's got those real sharp fangs. Yeah, yeah. And big bat wings. Okay, bat wings and halfling body. Okay. The second is a giant spider. About the size of a dog. Which is still giant, which is small, but still giant for a say, spider. As I'd say, that's, that's generous for a giant spider equals do- like like a terrier or like yeah, a mastiff. Like a terrier size. <laughs> oh, just kick it. <laughs> <laughs> like a mastiff size. Like it's like a big dog. But for a spider, that's still pretty fucking big. No, that's enormous because if its body is the size of a mastiff, its legs are like nine feet long. It has a large... Yeah, so it's got, like, a terrier-sized body, big honking legs. It has okay. a scorpion's tail. Oh. 
and mosquito wings. See, that is slightly less attractive than the, the first two chimeras that we've described. <laughs> and the third is the body of a chicken. <laughs> no, the, yeah, the body and head of a chicken and legs of a chicken. Like, it's largely chicken, but it's got the long, it's got a, like a long craning lizard-like neck. And these bulbous black eyes that you recognize from your time in the church which I'm going to say the church was real focused on, like, the, like, the hand of God stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So you recognize these as, like, the vi- the deadly eyes of a basilisk. Oh, shit. And he, like, surrounds himself with these three chimeras and is like, defend me, family. I am near death. All right. So is that my cue for... All right. Yes. All right. So we roll in a niche. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna fuck these things up. Yeah, you you, you really are though. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, are we still doing d20 or is it d10 in this game? Yeah, d20 eight? plus your um plus your dexterity. Bamf got a 13. Okay. Avery got an 18. Oh, she has obviously she has obviously run in. Uh. uh. No, not yet. No, runs in on, she can take a move action on her turn. Oh shit! Because he ran in ahead of everybody. Remember? Yeah. Oh yeah, he did. He, he, Banfrino don't give a fuck. Are you kidding me? Banfrino does not run. What's Avery's dexterity? What's her dexterity bonus? I should say plus zero. Okay. What did I say that Banfrino rolled? Uh, thirteen. Okay. So first up is going to be the chicken. I am a I am terrified of this fucking bassa chicken. Chicken lisk. You and it, it sure enough it locks it, it locks its eyes on you. Oh no. Uh, I should say both of your guys are fully healed as it's I was been like a day. I was just about to say because I'm still covered in like he's got acid all over his pants from his lover. It locks eyes on you. Make me a saving throw. Okay, that's d8. 2d8. A 2d8 plus your level. Plus an ability, which will be your um, your constitution. Plus an, a uh, trait, if possible. All right, so my two rolls added up to 13. You uh, succeed. All right, awesome. Um, yeah, you lock eyes and you see into its eyes. You see infinity. <laughs> like, you feel yourself <laughs> being paralyzed and buy like... Buy a chicken! <laughs> I look, pan into like a deep zoom in onto this chicken's eyes, just but like the dull stare of a chicken, just <laughs> taking me into the great beyond. Yeah, <laughs> just, you're on a journey with this chicken, but you manage to like shake your head and you're out of it. I make it back from the event horizon that is looking into the chicken's eyes. <laughs> yeah, so you've avoided the the, the stare of the chicken. Oh, thank Christ. The, um, the spider crawls along a wall and, like, positions itself on a wall and tries to sting you with its stinger. It has a scorpion stinger, right? Yeah, it tries to sting you with a scorpion tail. Okay, perfect. It gets a 16. Yep, it's gonna do it. Okay, you will take one damage. Oh, that pfft, and make here. me a saving throw. Oh, come on. Come on. Everything is poison. Uh, what is that? Eight, you said? Sorry, I keep asking. Yeah, 2d8 plus your ability plus level plus a trait. 16. 
Easy. You, easy. You feel the poison rushing through your veins, but you're so fired up. The adrenaline is pumping that it is... You shrug it off. It the, the it goes into his body, but he's so fired up that it squirts back out of his body. <laughs> like, psst, you just see it. He kind of like toots like a steam, like a toot toot, and it's just mm-hmm. right out of the little hole. He's he's Bamfy the fighter man. <laughs> <laughs> he flexes wow. his forearm, and he's got the tattoo of the ship, and that's where it spits from. <laughs> Is this ship? He now has a ship tattoo. It was one of his religious tattoos. Is a <laughs> ship, and it squirts the poison back out. So yeah, um, it is now Avery's turn. All right, Avery Gray is going to enter the house. Uh, very reluctantly. Like this is this is her first battle in a long time. The rust is so, on. So the things that she's seeing as she walks in is there's a spider mosquito thing on the wall stabbing at Bamferino. <laughs> there is Bat Boy is like fluttering around the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's that meme where you enter the burning building. <laughs> yeah, and you're just like, yeah. oh fuck. Carrying carrying a pizza. There's a chicken with infinity eyes. <laughs> <laughs> the, with the eyes of a god. An old wizard is bleeding to death on the floor. <laughs> what does Avery do now? All right. Um, Avery, for, uh, can I have a free action? Yeah. Ben Farino, what the fuck? <laughs> what? What? Just kill something. Oh, uh, that reminds me. Um, oh, Bamfast hasn't gone yet, but Avery um, gets to roll her fray dice. <gasps> what? what? I'm afraid. Hold on. I have it. I have it. Um, so fray dice are, uh, minor blows. They are the attacks that you do in between the big attacks. Um, for Avery, Avery's fray dice is a little different than everybody else's. Hers is the, is, as a, as a magic user, her powers are the weakest, are the weakest of all. For fray dice, she's not doing as much damage in her, like, minor attacks. But, she, unlike, but... Everybody else can only use it on people who are of equal or lower, um, like, level to them. Avery can use it on anybody. So because, like, for instance, the wizard has a hit dice, had a hit dice of three, Bamf couldn't use his fray dice on, he can't use his fray dice on the wizard. But Avery can. Let's go. All right. So you can attack anybody with that, with that fray dice. All right. So she's going to put the headphones on. Um, she's gonna flick through her fingers on the, her, her left hand as a, a glove that lets her cycle songs. She's gonna pick a nice jam, a nice easy, like, <laughs> little careless whisper comes What are on. you doing? I'm, I'm getting into it. Come on, let me, I'm, I'm attacking. Relax, relax. This is how I work. This is how I work. It's been a while. <clears throat> All, right. <sighs> All right. And out of her hands, come what looks like uh like a melodic line okay like a a music staff in like a really fast beam wave though and i have rolled a four okay so you have dealt one damage uh whom to who uh who are you targeting with that one damage you just automatically you automatically hit them and deal them that damage great i am definitely i'm going after infinity chicken (laughs) it explodes (laughs) You point at it with the melodic line and like it 
the the line actually goes into its eyes and twirls into the event horizon and like this happens for a while and you're just watching it and it cuts back to you and it cuts back to the chicken and it cuts back and then the chicken just explodes <laughs> <laughs> oh wow well that was great i still got uh, it i guess that was that was that, that that was good that was like really really powerful that chicken almost got me <laughs> Okay, so now you can make a full attack or cast a spell or whatever you want to do. What? Okay, okay. Um, I'm gonna use. Um, I'm gonna shoot some musical energy at uh, the spider, spider scorpion. Okay. Scorpion. So roll me that d20 plus your attack bonus, which is zero plus. Uh, we'll say your intelligence. Ooh, that's a nat twenty, baby. The okay. Roll me your damage. Just d4. Yep. That is a one. Okay. So normally you would do zero damage on a one. Okay. However, because you rolled a 20, I am going to say that, like, you manage to do damage regardless. Okay. And uh, it also, uh, you die. Like, it fries it. You fry it. Can I get a sexy description of that, please? Yeah, you, um... The spider scorpion mosquito, like, its wings, its giant wings flap, and it, like, tackles Avery. Oh, shit. Like, Avery fries the chicken, and it tackles Avery. So she just, like, claps her hands together. And it creates, like, a sonic burst directly in front of her that just, like, explodes the, the like, uh, the spidery head. Oh, shit! That, yeah, I mean... And now she is covered in spider guts. And a little terrified. This is very... Yeah. This is a lot. This is, It's been a long time. It yeah. is now Bamferino's turn, so he can roll his fray dice as well. Oh, yes! Alright, his fray die are 1d8. So yeah. I'm gonna unload that d8 on the, the halfling. And also, his free action is gonna be... Uh, he's gonna whistle... Like a nice, a nice clear whistle, and he's going to call for his chimera, which we have yet to name. That's on you, my friend. Oh man! Oh, <gasps> I've got it. The gambler, Jeff. <gasps> its name is the gambler. Its name is the gambler. The gambler lives on. He's gonna go, <laughs> gambler, to my side, and he whistles, and the gambler. Hopefully smashes through a window. Yeah? Should I roll the gambler real calmly walks through the door. <laughs> <laughs> and looks at you and gives a real knowing nod. Now that it's the gambler, like... <laughs> now that it's the gambler, personality is completely changed. It's no longer, like, subservient jacked dude. It's just, like, really chill, wise, jacked guy with a wolf head, scorpion tail, and just, like, really no, cobra, defined cobra quads. tail. <laughs> and... <laughs> okay, okay. So the gambler calmly walks in the door. And Banferino's gonna roll his fray dice. But he really, he's like looking back at the gambler, like he wants him to watch as he like cleaves through this halfling. Right. Plus my strength? Um, no, just you're no, just, just a flat dice. d8. Alright, let's fucking go. That's a three. Okay, you. Describe to me how you kill the the little bat monster. <laughs> All right, so the Hobbit 
or the halfling is uh I'm saying it's this is the bat with the wings, right? Yeah. So it's running along the floor, like uh, trying to charge me. And he straight up like golf swings with the flat end of the shovel and catches it right in its chubby little belly, and it <laughs> launches it against the wall and just explodes on impact. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> So now you can make, with only the wizard left, you can make your attack. Um, I'm going to try to... I'm not going to kill him. Okay. Um, but we are going to we are gonna talk. Okay. Um, okay. So make me a social roll, then. All right. Let's, make me a skill um, roll. Um, Bamfrey only intimidates. Okay, make me that intimidation roll, then. Add your gravedigger and your charisma. Nice. Six. Okay. He, um, what do you say? Why are you doing this? Why are you sending so many traitors to their deaths with your monstrous weapons of destruction? He is unfit. Actually, he looks at you and he cocks his head. He looks confused, really, is what it is. He is honestly confused that you would ask him that question as he, as he goes to take his turn. Okay. And he just says... Because they told me to. Who? The town council. Oh. My god. Avery, we have to get back to the town. Yes, we do. Yes, we most certainly do. We need to get back. We fucked up. I am so sorry, Mr. Alchemist. I killed all of your children. Um. Oh, my. We made quite a mess, didn't we? Oh, God, we fucked up. Hold on. This is his, and so on his, as you're, as you're talking on his turn, he starts to cast a spell. Oh, damn it. We were chatting. We goofed. We're novices. He's like, they told me, the town council pays me to do this. This is what they pay me for. And if I fail them, they'll, they'll kill me. I won't let them kill me. Oh, my God. So he is going, he claps his hands together, much like Avery did, and, like, rubs them and gets ready and does an incantation and summons seven small, like, lightning bolts that sort of, like, swirl around both Avery and, uh, Bamf. Okay. So all together. Um, Avery takes two points of damage. Woo! Holy mommy! And Home Bamf takes one point of damage. It. Okay, Bamf is great. Avery, ow! Damn! Holy shit! Oh my god! Good lord! And it is now, um... Everybody else is dead. It is Avery's turn. Unless the gambler wants to take an action. The gambler's just gonna chill. Gambler is now <laughs> leaning against a pole. Uh, with his arms up. Like a Abercrombie model. One of his wolf arms is like flipping a poker chip. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> don't know where he found it, but no. And he's smoking like a Marlboro Red with out his wolf head <laughs> and, and the snake head. They're both smoking Marlboro Red with his broken jaw. Like yeah, it's just dangling in there. <laughs> All right, um, Avery, you fucked up. I gave you a chance, and now you've blown it. And she is going to... Oh, wait. So we all took that damage. Okay. Should I kill... Oh, yeah. We're, we're dropping this MF. 
Um, I'm just gonna straight up attack him. Okay. Well, um, yeah, roll your fray dice first because you can actually because your magic can actually oh, damage yeah. anybody. Yeah, let's go, magic wisdom ghoul. Two. Great, you actually managed to fell this guy with your fray dice. Nice, awesome. You, so describe to me how you kill this man. All right, Avery is bloodied, and she is not happy. So. It's to the shock of Bamferino. He sees a bloodlust come over Avery that he's never seen before. He's always seen her as just this goof who's just been like prancing through and, you know, shooting magical music, but listening to careless whisper. She now has set her magical MP3 player to like what we would hear as like mud vein or like drowning pool. (laughs) And she grabs his face and starts channeling music into it. And it just shatters his skull. Yeah, alright, cool. So, the three of you, Bamferino, Avery, and the Gambler, are all standing around, and you're faced with this knowledge that you don't know why yet, but the town council, the ruling people of this town, have been summoning chimeras to ransack merchant caravans and, like, rob people. Dicks. To be continued. (gasps) Ah. Well, what well, it actually like? Let's let's do a quick talk scene, like a quick talk scene. Who do you want to play? Um, what after just what happened? Yeah. Um, I'll do. I'll do. I'll do Avery. Unless you want to do both, but I figured you might want to just do one. I'll do just Avery for now. Okay. The t- we have to. We have to. We have to go. We have to leave town. Le- leave town. We have to stop them. They've been stop, murdering. Stop who? They run an entire town, Avery. We can what take can we them do? all. We have the powers. We can take them all. We faced words arts before. We can drop all of them. And what? Us and what? We're going to round up another 15 peasants? Send another another death brigade to the, to the gallows? No. We're going to challenge them. Now we have three. Who knows, maybe more of the town will side with us once they know what we've done. It was only the town council, not the entire town. This isn't one of your light shows, Avery. This is real life. Don't insult me. I know what I'm doing. I know. Don't insult me with your false ideals. All right. If, if you want to leave town, we can. But understand, these people will continue to die from the chimeras. Do you want more death on your hands, Banfrino? I. No more death. We can discreet. We need a plan. No more. No more death. None. No more. Except for those who have wronged us. We'll create a plan. We'll trap the town council, infiltrate them. We maybe even disguise ourselves as town council. And see what we can do. I hate. I. You have to know something before we go through any plan. This isn't going to be pretty. This isn't going to be a hero's story. Of course it is. We're the heroes. We're going to stop the bad guys, kill them all, and, you know, we'll gain more notoriety and fame and fun people will love us and who knows? It'll be like last time. That's exactly what I'm afraid of. Oh, shit. To be continued. Yes! Yes! 
That ended really well. That was cool. That was cool. Oh, that was great. I'm awesome. That's so exciting. I'm so excited for the next part of the story. That's good. Excellent. Oh, Aaron, thank you so much for coming back. This oh, was great. No. My pleasure. It is always great to tell the tale of the two most powerful beings in existence. Oh, so uh, before we wrap up, where can people find you online? Oh, you can find me on Twitter at Aaron, A-A-R-O-N underscore Catano, C-A-T-A-N-O at Twitter. Thanks, Mass Me, and thanks again to Aaron for coming back on the show. That was a blast. Avery and the Bamfarina will be back real soon to battle their way out of the corrupt town of Jialin. Though probably in a different system, because I think two fully powered PCs and a Chimera is more than Scarlet Heroes can handle. Also, real quick, as of the time of this recording, Aaron's birthday was last Friday, so I want to take a quick second to say, Aaron, happy birthday. I'm really glad we're friends. If you enjoyed this episode, I really, really think you should check out All My Fantasy Children. I think it's something really special, and I really feel like you're going to love it. You can check out the show at soundcloud.com slash allmyfantasychildren, and send us character prompts at amfc underscore podcast on Twitter, or via email at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. Meanwhile, you can follow this show at Party of One Pod on Twitter, then like the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast, and if you really, really enjoyed the show, consider telling a friend. iTunes reviews, social media shoutouts, and word-of-mouth recommendations help the show do bigger, better, and cooler things, and I deeply, deeply appreciate every one of them. Party of One is produced by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. This episode edited by Jeff Stormer. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. Well, that's it for me. Until next time, party people. Thanks for listening, and party on. <laughs>